0: Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners just like you make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun. So let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 134 and I am so glad you are here today because I'm sharing with you three good things that happen when things go bad in your business and i hate to tell you this things will go wrong bad you know you may feel like a failure sometimes but i want to shift your perspective today and realize that three good things actually come out of this. I'm not trying to be like a toxic, positive person. Have you ever heard about that? Toxic, positive people that are just like over positive. I'm not trying to be that, but I am trying to be realistic about the good things that can come out of the things that go wrong in your business. So if you are new here, I am so glad that you found this podcast because I have no doubt that it's going to help you along your journey as you start your business and grow it into this dream business that you have been wishing for, for a long time. So I'm so happy you're here. If you are new, get plugged in right now. How do you do that? Well, scroll down right now in the show notes. If you're able to see there, there are links, first of all, number one, to my Facebook group. And I am inviting you right now. It's called Women Starting Businesses, Doing What We Love. If you are in the initial stages of starting your business, you're just starting to maybe get it open and start growing, then this group is for you. There are so many amazing women in there who are supportive. We'll answer questions, motivate you, support you, and it's awesome. So make sure you get in there. And then also, I have some free goodies for you. If you're new, like if you're just starting your business, there's a 16-step checklist that people love. They go through and make sure they're doing everything to start their business. Also, if you're kind of like, well, I'm stuck in my idea stage. I can't figure out my idea. I do have a guide that will help you match up your passions and skills so you can figure this all out. So make sure you get those below. And make sure you hit subscribe. If you're in Apple Podcasts or maybe Spotify or another app, hit the plus, follow, subscribe button, whatever it is so that you don't miss out on any future episodes that are going to help you along your business journey. And if you've been listening a while, thank you to all my loyal listeners. Y'all are awesome and amazing. I love all the reviews and ratings and just appreciate you taking time to do that. And I'm so happy to see that this podcast is helping you. I know that a lot of you comment in the Facebook group when you come in that this podcast has helped you and it just means the world to me. So thank you so much for taking time to do that. I really appreciate it. Okay, on to the episode. Well, hello, everyone. How are you? How is everything going in your business and life? I need to hear all about it. If you're in the Facebook group, you have to update me. The Imperfect Action on Mondays, The Wins on Wednesdays, Thankful Thoughts on Thursdays. Y'all know there's these posts and y'all can share stuff so I can keep up to date. I try to scan those and comment on your posts because I get so excited about everything that's happening in your business and your life. So it's so awesome. I have to give you a little update on my life. It's so funny because um, I was thinking about how great this feeling is that I have right now. And those of you that have college age children, and we call them young adults, I guess, college age young adults. Your biggest wish, I mean, literally, your biggest wish is that they have a job after they graduate. Am I right? Anyone out there? Like, I have been praying for like a year, like, please, Lord, bring the right job to my daughter, Lexi. She goes to the University of Oklahoma. She's graduating in less than two weeks. And I've been like, please, Lord, she needs a job. She's an MIS major in the business school and all this. And, Anyways, great news. She got a job in Dallas. She got a job offer. She starts in June. So I just had to share that because I just want to give a shout out to all of you that are parents of college-aged young adults because- them getting a job is like the biggest thing. I've been telling everyone, I think it's the greatest thing that's happened to me in a long time. And it didn't even happen to me. But we were like, Oh my gosh, is she gonna have to move home? If she doesn't get a job? Like what's gonna happen? I don't want her to be sad if she doesn't have a job because she's amazing and intelligent and smart and cute and beautiful and all those things. But anyways, I feel like a load has been lifted off. And then here's another thing. This is kind of a secret, but it's not a secret because like I'm telling the world right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell. I'll have to ask my son before I let this go live. But my son goes to the University of Texas. He's a freshman. And I guess I can't, I guess it's okay because I can't post a picture. I'm not supposed to be like posting on social about this. He didn't say I couldn't say it on my podcast, but he made the Longhorn mascot. So he will be one of. that's called Hook'Em, if you know about the Texas Longhorns. And evidently, there's a whole handful of the mascots because there's so many events and everything around Austin. But he is going to be one of the Longhorn mascots next year. And we go to the football game. So I can't even imagine. And he's like the type that loves to rally people, loves to push the envelope and like get a reaction out of people and make people happy and laugh. And he'll be perfect. And I can't wait to watch him. But I can't imagine what the heck he's going to get away with being a college mascot. He said he gets to eat like maybe where the football players eat before the games or something like that. I don't even know, but my son is going to be one of the mascots. So longhorn mascot with a longhorn head on. If y'all see one on TV, it quite possibly could be my son. His name is Grayson. Am I allowed to share this? I don't know. I may get in trouble. I may get like served papers or something from the university because they keep it on the download. I don't know why. Anyway, just had to share that with y'all because I thought it was kind of exciting. I know I don't share a ton about like the things that are going on in their lives, but these were just two great things. So I'm like, thank you, Lord, for the wonderful things that are happening for my children. But they did put themselves in these positions to have this success. So I'm so happy for them. And it's just like you and your business. You're putting yourself in a position and setting yourself up for success, okay? You're putting your mind on something and you're going for it. That's what my daughter did to get her job. That's what my son did to become one of the Longhorn mascots. And so seriously, you can do anything. And I tell my kids that, like, put your mind to it and go for it and keep working hard until this dream of yours happens, right? So today we're talking about when things go wrong. Now I have to kind of take the conversation down a little bit. No, I'm actually going to make it positive. But when things go wrong in your business, which they will, I want you to stop for a minute and realize that there's actually good that comes of it. Okay. We all know this in life. People try to tell us like, there's actually a good thing. There's a reason why God allowed this and all that. And sometimes it's super hard to believe. Like you're thinking of the bad things that go on in the world. Like how could God allow this? Or, you know, how is this a good thing? I can't see the light with this. But with your business, it's different. Let's not take it so dramatically. And let's just be serious about it for a minute. That when things go wrong in your business, good comes out of it, okay? So I'm going to give you three good things that come out of it. So you can turn them into a positive. They're still maybe not, not feeling good. And you still may have anxiety and fear. And you may have some tears. And you may be worried about what went wrong. You may you know be up at night. It's okay, okay? but know that good will come. Okay. So the first thing is when something goes wrong in your business, know that you have a teaching moment. It's just like when you had little kids, right? And they would do something, you know, say something rude to a little friend or hit a friend. It's a teaching moment, right? Or they said something rude back. I mean, always think about those things. There's teaching moments all the time. And if you're a parent or an aunt or a grandparent, you know that, right? There's teaching moments and you often take time to say, hey, that's not how we wanna do things. Let's learn from this. It's just like with your business. So what you do is when things go wrong, review the process that got you there, okay? So let's think about it. Let's say you create a product and you're so excited about it and you love it and you launch it, you put it up for sale, maybe you have a website and nobody buys it and nobody buys it, and to you, you're like sad about it, you don't understand, you're trying to figure it out. It's a teaching moment to realize, first of all, is this product that I made something that my people actually wanted to pay for? Are the people that are in your audience now the type that would buy that? Okay, let's take the Tiffany, I heard about this, Tiffany the jeweler, you know, They had a paperclip that was like $1,000 or something. I don't even know what it was, $1,500, $2,000. I don't know. Some crazy price for a paperclip, okay? So what if they put that up at a flea market? Um, This is a dramatic example, but it's so that you'll understand it. Nobody's going to buy that, and they could be over there going, the paperclip stinks. I can't believe who thought of that. Let's figure that out, when really it's because it wasn't the product, but it was the people that they were in front of. Okay, they needed to be at their store where they already know people that are willing to pay the prices for Tiffany because they value Tiffany jewelry will pay it, right? So you actually have to analyze, was it the product? You have to go through the whole process. Was it the product? Did I already know that that product was something that they would want? Okay, do I have it in front of people who would want this? Did I market it? Did I have it up where people could see it? Was the buy button on my website working? Like, I've had that happen where I put up something awesome, nobody bought it, and realized my website wasn't working. Y'all, that's happened before in the past, like with my product businesses. It happens. So it gives you a moment to review the process that got you to where you are so you could analyze those points, okay, and see where it may have actually gone wrong versus what you thought went wrong, because you may be making us an assumption of what we're wrong. For example, here's another good one. If you are a course creator, you sell any kind of digital product, like an online workshop or something, the conversion rate of people that like ping your sales page to actually buy is like one or two percent one or two percent. So let's say you had a hundred people on your email list, you marketed it and one person bought it and you like balled your eyes out all night because nobody liked it when in reality that was a decent conversion rate. Like that was normal. So make sure during your teaching moment (laughs) that you analyze everything properly so that you can see where the breakdown was and you can identify it. So it's a teaching moment so that you don't Do that same process again. You don't let there be breakdowns during those certain points. Does that make sense? Okay, so the first thing that actually is good that comes out of when things go bad in your business is that you have teaching moments and they're learning moments and you will be better for it. I promise you you will be better for it. Okay. Whatever it is. Maybe it was the way you dealt with a customer. Maybe it's a product you have. Maybe it's, you know, you went to a new website platform and then it all went bad and you ended up deciding like, that's what went wrong. I need to go back. There's so many examples of things that can go bad in your business, but you need to learn what exactly it was. You need to identify the culprit. Okay. Okay. So that's the first one. The second good thing That can come out of it when things go bad in your business is that you actually have contrast, which creates clarity. And what am I talking about? Contrast between what went wrong and what not to do, so you now know what to do, is like this major contrast. I probably didn't say that very well, but it almost creates like a black and a white. And when you see black and white next to each other, it's a contrast, right? So if you do something, And it goes wrong, and you identify like this is what went wrong. That's the black. Now you can clearly see the white. Am I right? When the black is sitting up against the white, you can see it. It's like an Oreo cookie. You can see the black, you can see the white. Oh my gosh, that sounds good right now. It's the afternoon. I would love an Oreo cookie. But do you know what I'm saying? So now you've got contrast. And what does contrast bring? It brings clarity, clarity on what you should do. Okay, so we have the first one, which is the teaching moment. You identify the culprit. Okay, you identify what really went wrong. But in this step here, in that contrast that you now have, it brings clarity. So you know what you should do. You see the answer before you. You have the aha moment. One time I'm thinking about this. We went to Disneyland, me and my family, and I had my product businesses, and I decided to implement the software that was going to automate like how the orders came in and everything that it did. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was some kind of add-on to my website. I decided to implement it like the day before we were leaving to Disneyland. What happened when we got to Disneyland? It all broke. I had to keep coming back to the room, taking the little shuttle, trolley, whatever it was, back to our hotel, and I would have to stay there for like two to three hours while my husband was at Disneyland with the kids while I fixed this whole mess. I mean, like a total mess, y'all. And I saw that it was a teaching moment that, number one, you don't switch software before you go on a trip, okay? You don't do anything major before you go on a trip, okay? Number two, I saw the contrast between what I was doing and what I should have been doing. And what I should have been doing is not implementing such a complicated software. I need a simpler system. I needed something basic. It was way too souped up. And that's how I roll. I like to make things complicated and fancy. And that's exactly what I did. So I learned from the contrast of that, that complicated was in the black, simple was in the white. I had to revert everything back at the end of that week. So it was all fixed when we got back from Disneyland. When we got home, it was all fixed. There was no more chaos and I ruined my vacation. Okay, don't do stuff like that. But my point is, you see the contrast. You see what you did and now what you should do. Okay. So let's say you launch a product and you don't tell anyone ever about it. You just don't tell anyone about it and you don't market it and you don't share it and it doesn't sell. Okay. So you identify it's because you didn't market it. That's why it didn't sell. It wasn't because the product was bad. It's because you didn't market it. And now you see the contrast. Oh my gosh. Now I have a clear picture of how I need to show this. I need to show a video of me using it, or I need to show, you know, testimonials or results from people that used my service, whatever it is, you now see it clearly and you know what to do next. You see the contrast and contrast brings clarity. Okay. So again, we're working on the three good things that come out of when bad things happen in your business. The first one is you get an awesome teaching moment. Number two, you get clarity because of the contrast of what not to do. You get clarity on what to do. And the third thing is you now have action steps so that you can redo this. You get to redeem yourself. (laughs) That's what you get to do. You get to redeem yourself and go, okay, I am now going to use this clarity that I have to move toward this action. I'm going to take these steps. I'm going to fix my website or I'm going to market this and I'm going to redeem myself. You get a second chance. Okay. That is an amazing feeling because I think all of our greatest fears are that we don't get a second chance at something. Okay. And I like second chances. I like return policies. I, in fact, adore return policies. That's why I love Amazon, where it says you can return for free. I'm obsessed with Costco because they'll let you return anytime, although I am an advocate of never abusing it. But it, if you know there does come a situation, I had one thing happen where I had to buy something one time. Now, what was it off the top of my head? Oh, it was some kind of a charger that you could use To like a jump starter thingy. It was like a jump start thing you could plug into your car if you needed to jump start. So I can't remember exactly. First one didn't work. We returned it, did another one. It didn't work. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even deal with this. And so we returned them. I love return policies. You probably love good return policies. We like second chances. We like to know that we're not stuck with what we did or what we have we like to redeem ourselves. Am I right? We want to prove ourselves. And so that's what's good. As a business owner, you're not failing when things go bad. You're learning. You're having clarity for action forward. And you get to redeem yourself and you get to redo it and do it right. Like, how awesome is that? Right? If people say your website was confusing and stuff didn't sell, you can now redeem yourself and make it beautiful and make it easy for people. And you can feel good that you actually learned from this (laughs) and you made it right. You get to make it right. Like if something goes bad in your business where you treat a customer not so well because they were rude to you and you realize later, you know, I shouldn't have done that. You can go back to them tell them you're sorry, and you can change the messaging on your website about your return policy. You can do anything like that to prevent things from happening again, and you can make things right. Does that make sense? I know it's kind of confusing, but I think once you realize that this isn't permanent, and when something goes bad, it's not permanent. There's always something you can do about it. You can redeem it. You can make your website better. You can make your products or services better. You can market them better. You can show up more often. You can speak more clearly about the transformation that you make for people, whether you sell products or services. There's all kinds of things, right? You'll realize too, like say you buy some kind of course or program and you realize like that isn't even really what I needed right now, You can redeem yourself because you now will take it as a teaching moment not to be impulsive and buy stuff. You will gain clarity because you'll realize what you do need to work on and it wasn't that. And so you can move toward getting that and you can make it better by investing in the thing that now will truly help you move your business forward. Does that make sense? So know that. That if something goes bad in your business and you're upset about it, you've been crying about it, you feel depressed about it, you're mad at yourself, you're mad at a vendor, you're mad at anything goes bad, know that you can learn from it, you can get clear direction on how to move forward, and you can redeem yourself, you can change it, you can make it better so it doesn't happen again. So that is it. I'm so glad you all are here. I wanna make sure too that you all know to get on the wait list for grow getters because I will be doing a private open this summer and you can get in, okay? I may not publicly be announcing it, but it will be a way for you to get in because if you are ready to grow your audience and increase your sales, if you're a new business owner right now and you wanna market yourself online, like you wanna grow this thing, then I want you to know right now, Grow Getters is going to help you put the systems in place so that you can build your audience and grow your sales. So you can learn more about it below. I'll have a link to Grow Getters where you can get on the wait list. All you have to do is register your interest. And then when the dates and pricing come out where you can jump in, you'll be able to do that. I am so excited for you and your business, for all of you that are starting and getting your business opened or getting it growing. It's just such a great time. So that's it. Y'all have a great day. Bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com and yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.